Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.com. Our BFC Live guest today is Frank Chin. He is the CEO of Mary Agrotechnologies, better known as Mary Ag. We want to connect with him on his recent Go Public on the Canadian Securities Exchange, talk about his technology as well as his interests in the Chinese hemp cultivation space. Coming up, Frank Chin. Frank, thank you for being here. Hey, Jay, it's been a while. It's been a long time. And on that note, to kick it off, I want you to look at this picture. Um, I just dug it out of the Business of Cannabis archives and actually realized it was this week, three years ago, 2018? Is that three years ago? I'd wow, see that's such a, such a long time ago. I know, look at the picture. It's you at our... I think it was our third event we ever held. It was part of Medical Cannabis Week 2018. Um, and there you are wearing the same shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's been watched since then, but it's where you're wearing the same shirt. I've, I've made a lot more new, new ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Um, and that was part of an event, obviously, we were doing in 2018. We were just learning about you and your technology and your awesome uh, box you guys had created. So much has changed since then in the world, but give us, um, it doesn't even need to be a short recap, but like, what have you and the team been up to um, since then? (laughs) Right, Um, like back in 2018, we only had what, like, you know, a bunch of algorithms, a concept of what we wanted to make, you know, a grow box, and uh, we didn't even have a prototype there at that event. We just had a, had a monitor with a video uh, on repeat. Uh, it's definitely been a long way. So we started shipping the, the, the units, we, uh, I think back in 2019, and that uh, came out of R&D stage last year in July. Uh, and um, we just went public. Yeah, I know. It's a pretty good, <laughs> pretty good run. Um, right, you had this idea, you're talking about it, right? And everybody's like, look at that, that's amazing. And then people actually started to see it more and more, obviously, as, as you rolled it out. Um, and then we had been in touch a number of times, sort of in between all that, and you were giving us updates along the way. But like, it's a long way from 2018 with an image of a product to then uh, launching it, sort of doing the re- R&D around it, and then going public, like what has that road been like sort of from startup to going public? And then you've added sort of other components as well. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. So we were such a young company. We didn't really know what to what to do with, with everything that we had in mind, you know, all the ideas. And uh, we just had to pick one, you know, using our technology, the automation to, to make something to help medical patients who always need to use a kind of, you know, quite a, quite a good amount of cannabis every day at home. You know, sometimes they, they can't really afford it. So we wanted to help them and start from there. Um, we've, we've managed to, you know, you've seen the box, right? It's, it's such, a, such a tiny, small footprint, this wide, uh, this tall. And uh, we've, we've seen a lot of uh, users growing, harvesting over 120 grams each cycle. That's like, yeah, that's that's pretty amazing to be honest. 124 grams, that's the record so far. So essentially, they just, you know, their 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 units get paid uh, gets paid off uh, in in one cycle, and uh, after that's just 
so I've been really happy, you know, we, we, are, we are able to help them and then using our technology, you know, that's, that's kind of the validation of automation, our idea. And, and I, I personally like the design and uh, I think it's, it's, it's cool and it fits nicely in people's, people's lives, not just in their living rooms, but their lives. Yeah, no, it, it is exactly, I mean, not to harken back to 2018 again, but like, it's exactly what you were talking about in that picture to people who are coming by was this vision you had to create a great looking grow box that was actually usable and actually turned out great product that people would just keep doing and doing and doing become part of their everyday life um, and in their living room, which also made it really cool. And it looked good, which was really cool. And the tech was really interesting. So kudos to you and the team. Uh, I want to talk, I want to shift a little bit because um, in every conversation that we've had almost since then, you've been talking mm -hmm. about um, China, right? And sort of what the what the world may look like at some point in the future. Talk a little bit about the work you've done there. Yeah, I'm actually in China right now, Shanghai, uh, right now. I I came here back in December, you know, for, for manufacturing actually. So, so you know, COVID and everything, global supply chain, you know, all, all, all this, this mess. So <laughs> I'm, I'm here for manufacturing because we have still have, you know, a huge amount of back orders <laughs> to fulfill. Uh, and I just wanted to make sure, you know, all the, all the, all the parts, all the units are built, uh, you know, good enough to, uh, for, for, for our standards. Uh, and um, we are, we also got our uh, hemp licenses uh, last year. So I, I believe so, so we have the license to cultivate and also the conditional approval to, to, to extract and process hemp in China. I think that's, that's pretty rare. I think it's still a first. I think as of last year, December, um, we were the only North American cannabis company that has this full set of licenses in China. I think it's, it's really, really exciting. We want to bring uh, the Canadian quality to the Chinese market and uh, use it as, you know, obviously a lot of, you know, many things in China are, are, are a lot cheaper. So with Chinese, Chinese cars, for the global markets or, or uh, as well as the Chinese market. Yeah. And, and one thing that you referenced, I think last time we talked was just how quickly things can change. And how quickly things sort of catch fire sort of in the Chinese market. Can you talk a little bit about that? And is there an interest in what's happening like hemp, you know, hemp derived CBD, like, like the actual wave that has swept over the US and, a little, you know, and Canada as well. But is that, is that a trend that you think is on the sort of upswing or poise for that in the Chinese market? Yeah, well, it doesn't happen as quickly as you would expect in, you know, North American markets or, or Europe, but because of the sheer size of it, just a tiny bit of changes is, is huge. For example, there was a, there was a brand, a startup, a cosmetics CBD startup uh, that launched their first products in February last year, 2020, and uh, they just grew like crazy and they just raised something like $15 million a couple months ago. Uh, there's always ups and downs for sure in, in policy, but uh, people, people are lo loving the products and there's, there's like five times as, as many products in the market right now right. as compared to, you know, 2019. Yeah, it really is amazing to sort of see the rapid change, not only 
in parts of Asia, but also as you mentioned, Europe and North America, like it, it just ha- like and I like I I, can't, I keep harkening back to 2018 because if we know now what we knew then, like we it would all be gangbusters, right? But but th- things were so mm. early on in those days, and, and now to see it sort of come to where we are today, to see you guys go public on the CSE. Um, it's really a great story. I'm glad we caught it early. Um, and, and what are you expecting as we sort of look into, I don't even, I, I'm hesitant to call sitting in Ontario, I'm hesitant to call it this, but almost like a, a post COVID world or in the recovery. Like, what does that mean for you and the business? Oh, uh, that's, that's a great question. Um, we actually had quite a bit of sales uh, during the pandemic. Well, still still in the pandemic, but but I, I think we're coming out of it and it's, it's great. And, um, you know, when, when economy goes back to normal, uh, we, we've been developing some really cool stuff uh, for the market as well. Uh, you know, how we've been using our technology for, for, the, for the consumer market, you know, home grow boxes and stuff. Uh, but now we're ready to, to use our core technology, which is the automation, data-driven automation for the, the LP space as well. We've been developing this this really cool light. It's it's a grow light, but it's so much more than just just a grow light. Uh, using using our te- uh, data driven automation, it helps LPs save so much, up to eighty percent of their labor cost, as well as uh, HVAC costs, and uh, also help them improve their quality, quantity, everything using our technology. Uh, it's 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 really cool stuff that you know I, I unfortunately I can't really show you because we haven't announced it yet, but well it I like it I yeah. like it. <laughs> so I mean and I I guess that let, I mean you know a trajectory of any emerging sector is that as more data becomes available and put into use and becomes better data and like hones in more automation, more data, more automation, like it becomes this cycle. And is, is that where you think we are? You can talk about it related to your company, but, but just in general that, you know, we've seen this, you know, three or four year period of massive ramp up, certainly on the Canadian side, and just we, we're entering this space where it's just going global. Um, and, and it's gonna be this sort of technological, te- tech-driven innovation um, sort of the cultivation side, the process inside, the manufacturing side. Yeah, I, I see a lot of potential in that because I think um, from our own experience, we rely a lot on people's expertise right. and uh, their own knowledge, their time. You know, people people aren't perfect. We can't catch everything twenty four seven. Or sometimes we even even when we think we 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 catch something, maybe maybe we missed it. You you never know. But computers sensors they don't miss as long as they have the knowledge they have the experience that human humans you know gathered before they can they can do so much better and faster than us and this is this is where we're trying to trying to do and uh, you know lps won't need to uh have as many people on a team you know sometimes times uh efficiency is important and uh computers some they 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 are better than us in, in many aspects I, certainly better than me in most aspects though <laughs> if i could if i could if we could write code to have this be me talk uh, you know a computer talking it would probably be way better and people would be much more informed but but frank i really uh thank you for your time uh excited about what you're doing um and have been great to sort of be along the journey from this week in 2018 to this week in 2021 and look forward 
as we look ahead to the rest of 2021 and beyond. Uh, kudos to you and the team and uh, safe travels both within China and then when you are uh, on your way back as well. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Jay. Gotta send me that picture. I will, I will, thanks for it. <laughs> thanks, take care. That was Frank Chin, the CEO of Mary Agro Technologies. If you like this program, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. It helps support the work we do. Thank you for joining us on B of C Live today. We're able to do what we do thanks to our ongoing partners, including Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Headset, Gallagher, and Torque and Mains.